You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. Amen. Bless the Lord. You may be seated this morning. Steps. Somebody say steps. You'll never arrive to your destination if you don't take steps, right? Uh, Yesterday, my phone kept track of my steps. And uh, I pushed a broom over in the new building that we was cleaning up. And just in pushing that broom, I walked uh, six miles in that new building. By the end of the day, I had over 15,000 steps, and that's why I was in bed by eight o'clock last night. (laughs) Wasn't it eight o'clock we went to bed? Yeah, eight o'clock. So steps are valuable. Uh, We're believing in a revival. I honestly believe the revival has already broken out, Uh, but there are steps to take. And so I know you've been standing for a while, but if you would please stand with me. I, I intended to preach this message a couple weeks ago and, and God uh, disrupted my plan. And I'm glad he did. And I didn't preach it all that morning and then I thought I would preach it last Sunday and the Lord changed my direction late, but I feel released to preach this today. Steps to revival. You gotta have a plan even though you want God to show up and God to manifest himself. But what is some of the steps that we can do to prepare ourselves for revival? In Psalms chapter 85, Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all of their sin. Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from the fierceness of thine anger. Turn us, somebody say, turn us. O God of our salvation, and cause thine anger toward us to cease. Wilt thou be angry with us forever? Wilt thou draw out thine anger to all generations? Wilt thou not, verse six, wilt thou not revive us again? That thy people may rejoice in thee. Let me stop there for just a second. I I don't watch movies. I don't go to movies. When I go to movies, I go because I get this look from my family. And then when I get there, I go to sleep. But I went and watched the Jesus Revolution. And I didn't fall asleep. Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice In thee, that's what I seen in the movie last night. How God turned 
a generation of young people and how they rejoice. And I'm not going to, but I, I could ask you right here this morning, if you're 40 and above, sit down and we'd see half the church still standing. There is a movement with our young people. I, I'm telling you, God, if you're young and you're in the house, you're in the right place because God wants to do something in your life. God wants to do something in your life. He wants you to rejoice and what the world has to give you, you will not rejoice. Verse seven, show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, but he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh them that fear him that glory may dwell in your land. Verse 10, mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth. I just thought of this. I, I did, I, honestly, this is our poster for revival that I was gonna share with you at the end of the message. You see that plant right there sprouting? I believe that's what God is doing in our lives. I believe that's what God is doing in our church. What a beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, description of what God is doing. Mercy and truth are met together and righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good and our land shall yield her increase. I don't know about you, but I can see increase all around me today. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set us in the way of his steps. Pastor Aaron, would you give the microphone to my wife and Liam, would you bless the reading of the word of God and somebody get some AC in the house. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for another day to come into your house, Ooh. Lord. Father, you are so good and God, you will never let us down. That's what we sang earlier. God, you will mm -hmm. never let us down. God, we can let ourselves down. Mm -hmm. But God, you give us instruction. And God, <laughs> we are hungry for your instruction this morning. Yes. God, speak to our hearts. God, open our hearts, open our ears. God, open our eyes that the blinders will be taken off, God, that we would see what you would have us to see, God. Lord, I thank you for each person in this house, God. I pray, God, that you would just minister to each one of us as, as we need, Lord. God, be with our pastor, God, that he would bring the word forth. And God, it will be fire. And Lord, we thank mm -hmm. you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Go ahead. Come on. Give God another great hand clap and a shout of praise in the house. 
Listen, if you're just planning on coming to revival and just uh, not taking any steps to get to your destiny, you're going to be disappointed uh, when you get here. In verse 6, the psalmist prays uh, for revival. And I ask you this morning, have you been praying? Have you been asking God to send a fresh breath uh, of manna from heaven above and fill us? Uh, In verse 6, he says, wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee. We are praying, I hopefully, uh, hopefully we are praying that same kind of prayer. Uh, take that microphone and, and give it to Miss Mary right there and ask her to pray. Uh, Mary, if you would just pray that if God would not revive us God. again. This is going to be a little different my than God, what we're used God, to. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we just praise you. We give you glory this morning. For you are God, and beside you, Lord, there is no other. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Revive our spirits, O God, I Mm -hmm. pray. Set a joy in our hearts, in our minds, in our feet, in our hands, Lord. Father, may the Holy Ghost revive us, drench us in the power of your Spirit, Lord. Father, from the youngest, O God, to the eldest, I pray. Sweep over this place, I pray, by your Spirit, Lord. Father, for that's what breaks Mm -hmm. the yoke of bondage, God. Mm -hmm. Father, today, I pray... Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. let the Spirit Mm -hmm. and the anointing Mm -hmm. rest upon this place and upon your people. We will not fail to give you much praise, much glory, and much honor to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, to my God, to my Heavenly Father, to my Prince of Peace, my Lily of Mm -hmm. my Valley. I give you glory, Mm -hmm. I give you honor, I give you praise Mm -hmm. this morning because you and you alone, God, no man is worthy of your praise. God, let the angels step back this morning and let your people sing out your praise Mm -hmm. and your glory this morning that it may touch the throne room of the master and we give you praise this morning Lord fill us Lord with your glory fill us Lord with your glory pastor take that microphone to Madra and just hold on and I'll call on you here shortly in this chapter we'll discover some of the things God says about revival And some of us have experienced revival. When I was a child growing up, you've heard me say everybody had revivals. No disrespect, because there is nothing small when God is in it. But I'm just wondering what would happen if heaven opened up and God just bathed us with revival. Not on a small scale, but to the place where God's presence 
was manifested in such a powerful way that we couldn't even stand before the holy righteous God and God would sweep in here and change our lives that we would never be the same again and also would flow out of here like a river and people would come from the east, the west, the south and the north like was prophesied over 30 years ago and they would receive a Jesus a revolution. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. So what is revival? Revival is a renewal. And I'm asking you this morning, could you use a little renewal? Could you use to have your spirit renewed? What is revival? It's restoration. A fresh inflow of life. A fresh inflow of life. Could you use that? Somebody say life. John 10 and 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. The life he gives is now, not just when you get to heaven, it's now, it's richer, it's fuller. Life in him is lived on a higher plane. I don't know how you came this morning, but if you came in here with addiction, if you come in here with a hunger and a thirst for alcohol or drugs or sex or whatever may be going on in your life, friend, you are living in the lowland and God wants to refresh you with a brand new life and lift you up and fill you with the blessings of God, which is richer and fuller give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. What is revival? It is a fresh inflow of love. My goodness, if you don't know the love of God, then you don't know love. Do you hear me? And in this Jesus revolution that I watched this movie last night from the 70s, that's all the young people was doing was looking for love. And then there's an old song that says looking for love in all the wrong places. Young people and middle-aged people and old folk, you need to listen to me. There's only one place to find love and that's at the foot of Jesus Christ. Uh, God is love. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise that he loves you and he died for you. First John 4 and 16, we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. How about what is revival? Could it be an inflow of power? What kind of power do you have right now? The Bible said, Jesus said in Matthew 19 and 26, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. I want to encourage somebody when you're in the presence of God and you've been breathed on fresh from God and you've been revived and you've been restored, you will not walk in the power that you are used to walking in. You will walk in the power of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and the fullness and all the power that God Almighty has. And there'll be no weapon formed against you that shall prosper. Greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. We need a revival, a fresh inflow of the power of God. Think about it. I want you to think about people faint. Have you ever been around somebody when they faint and somebody sticks a little smelling sauce underneath their nose and they shake it off and they're revived. I like to have a little smelling, smelling sauce, uh, an aroma from heaven. 
Blow through here, Jimmy. Could you imagine the lilies of heaven, the lilies of God? Woo! Send it, Lord. Listen to me this morning. Think about it. Flowers. I was sitting in my aunt's house last night and my sister had brought her a dozen yellow flowers, I think maybe over a week ago. And man, they opened up and they were just gorgeous. But I was sitting there last night and I looked over and they were drooping. Sometimes when you place a drooping flower in a fresh jar of water, or sometimes when I walk down my driveway and my flowers at the end of my driveway are drooping, it's been hot all day and it's in the evening hour and I turn the hose and I spray them down real good, them drooping flowers just begin to come back to life. The Bible often uses water for symbolizing faith and salvation and provision and on and on. You need to hear what I'm gonna say. Water is essential to our physical living. You're not gonna live if you don't drink. And just as Jesus is essential to our spiritual living, you will die on the vine. You will dry up. Isaiah 44 and three, for I will pour. He didn't say a little drop. He said, for I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. If you're not thirsty, God's not gonna pour it on you. It's up to you. Your revival is a personal thing. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. Floods. America's dry. The land is dry. Why not? Right here. Why not? I will pour my spirit upon thy seed. I come up here this week. The community was using all of our facilities out there. Little League, I believe it was Little League, and then the girls' softball team, and everybody was out there, and I am so thankful, so thankful. Well, I'm gonna tell you what your seed needs. Spirit of God, and my blessing upon thy offspring. This promise from Isaiah, this promise seems to have been made with a design to raise the minds. The minds and the hearts of the Jews. Now listen to me, from carnal and worldly things to which they had become much addicted to. What is there in the world that's creeped into our lives that takes all of our time that we've become addicted to? I don't have my cell phone with me right now. But that's one of the things that we're addicted to. Can, can somebody, even though it hurt, just go ahead and say amen? So he's trying to lift our minds to the spiritual and to the heavenly blessings. That's what revival can do for each one of us. Said increase. Increase in love toward my wife. Increase in love to my children. Increase in love to my neighbor. 
increase in finances because once you're close and you know, my, my daughter, you heard me say, she comes up and she bats in my eyes and I say, how much? Why don't we just enter into God's presence and bat our eyes and say, God, I'm just here, God, and I just want to love on you. And I'm telling you, the closer you draw to God, the closer he'll draw to you and heaven will open up and the love will fall and the forgiveness will fall and the blessings of God, your finances will increase. You can't outgive God. He will never, never, never let you down. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Ah, so flowers droop, Christians droop, churches droop, and they faint, and they need revival. Call Madra, stand, and pray that this church and these people will not droop, we will not faint. Heavenly Father, as we come before you as a humble, humble congregation this morning and audience before you, dear Jesus, we've heard the word that pastor has given us, and dear God, we don't want to be droopers. We don't Mm -hmm. want to be slackers. We Mm -hmm. want to be soldiers in the army Mm -hmm. of God. We want to be found worthy in what you want us to find and to be. Dear God, you know, when we come to you and we ask you for salvation, you forgive us, but it's every day that we have to follow you and that the Holy Spirit has to guide us and lead us. Let us be tuned in to that Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Let us be tuned in to what you want us to do and to know. Dear God, let us be a light in this neighborhood. Let us shine that people will want what we have and what we've got. Let us draw them in. Let us be like salt, Lord. Let us make people thirsty for the word of God and Mm -hmm. for what you want us to have. We're going to believe for a revival like we've never seen. Let us listen, Lord. Let us Mm -hmm. listen for that sound. Mm -hmm. Let us listen for, you said, listen for the sound of the breeze in the mulberry trees. We know, God, that you are on the Mm -hmm. move and we know the move is on and we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Give that microphone to Karen and just uh, give me just a moment. As we look at this psalm, I want us to pray for a Holy Ghost revival. Now listen, don't take me wrong. I I like all this stuff. We need it all. And I love to preach the word of God. But beyond all of this, we need to pray for the Holy Ghost of God to show up in this house. Karen, stand and pray that the Holy Ghost of God will show up and take over in this house. Heavenly Father, the day your Holy Ghost found me out on a dusty road in Mannington, West Virginia, dense run, I was lost and I was alone. Mm -hmm. And your Holy Spirit came down that day and Mm -hmm. saved my soul and lifted me up. And Lord, I'm asking you now that for every lost soul in this place, Lord, it's not by accident that they showed up at this place today. That's right. For every Christian that has been lost and wondering, Lord, they may have stumbled, they may have tripped, but mm-hmm. Lord, you're there holding their hand and I'm asking you right now that you would give each person in this place, each person that's listening by television, that you would give them a special 
dispensation of mm -hmm. grace this morning and open their ears and open their spiritual heart so that they can feel your presence. Lord, we're asking for a rain of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. on this place. We're asking for that rushing wind. When Isaiah looked out and he said to his servant, do you see that rain cloud? Lord, we want that rain cloud mm -hmm. to come and open up to the heavens mm -hmm. right here in this place and blow out all of the things that keep your presence from us. And Lord, may each one of us do a fearless and searching inventory of themselves and whatever the world has crouched in on, Lord, that you would show them and that they would throw it out. And Lord, we're believing that today no one's going to leave this place mm -hmm. the way they came in, but they're going to be refreshed. They're going to be restored. And the outpouring of your Holy Spirit is going to go with them. And we're going to see a multitude of uh, upbringing of your presence in this community. And more people are going to be one to Jesus Christ because of what you're mm -hmm. doing in this place today. And we give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' most precious name. Take that microphone to Pastor Rita. I'll call on you shortly. Step one. Somebody say step one. Come on, say step one. We must confess our need for revival. Don't sit there this morning and think, man, my wife really needs this. That was the ladies laughing right there. Ladies, don't sit there and say, well, my husband or my son or my daughter. No, I'm talking about we. Each one of us, we must confess our need for revival. The psalmist's prayer was a confession of need. It was only when he felt the need that he prayed this in verse six. If he hadn't felt the need, Lynn, he would have never prayed this. He said, wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? So I want you to think of the need of revival. In the outside world, multitudes are without God and without hope. Who do you know in your own family? Who do you know that's living in the world and has never experienced the grace and the forgiveness of God that you can minister to, uh, that have no hope? The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers uh, from the covenants of the promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Friend, just think back before you knew God and you didn't have hope and you didn't have the promises. You had no understanding, but now you know that you've got the promises of God and you've got the hope of God. If you've got hope this morning, put your hands together and give God a shout of praise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, share. Share your hope. I know it's totally different this morning, but listen to me. One of the ladies in the new person's breakfast this morning, I was asking everyone how they ended up here. And she said, well, mine was a little different. I was walking down the aisle in Kroger's. And she said, I, I just couldn't see and I couldn't find the tea. And so I, I heard this voice said, well, I asked for help. And I, I looked around and there was no employees, but there was a young lady uh, there doing her grocery shopping. And I said, ma'am, can you help me find the tea? Uh, and it just happened to be uh, our very gifted and talented Janessa uh, that plays this fiddle on Sunday morning or violin or bass guitar, whatever it is. And she helped her find the tea and the lady said she started to leave and she heard the voice again and Janessa said, ma'am, 
we're having a Christmas program and I'd like to invite you to come. And the lady answered this quick, I'll be there. And I don't think she's missed hardly a service since because somebody had some hope and somebody shared what they have. And I'm asking you to share the hope that you have. There's no better advertisement than word of mouth. Am I right, Philippi? Huh? Can I hear the Philippi crowd over there? Listen to me. Invite. Most are outside of the church. Revival is the key to this. Do you hear me? Invite somebody. Think about the need for revival in the church. Man, I'm probably going to get in trouble, but I'm going to say just how I see it and how I believe it. In the church house corporately in America and around the world, there's a lot of worldly churches, a lot of formal get-together, a lot of political meetings lacking in spiritual power, churches ordaining lesbians and, and, and homosexuals. I don't hate no group, but that's not the church that I'm talking about and they need a revival just like we need a revival. We need an outpouring of the truth of God. We need somebody to stand up and preach it just like it is. Uh, we don't need uh, to hear about the weather. We don't need to hear a poem. We don't need a gathering of a bunch of religious saints. We need a bunch of people that are hungry and thirsty for God Almighty. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Somebody stand with me and give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Whoa. Somebody may not have liked. Somebody may not have liked. Somebody may not have liked what I just said. But Matthew chapter 15 verse 8 said, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and they honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Live stream, WBOI, and every Jewel City out in the building. What is in your heart? Down deep. So far down deep that nobody else can see. But I got news for you, God can see. Pray for the corporate church, Pastor Rita, across America and across this world that are turning back to God in America. Heavenly Father, we come to you with a boldness. We come to you this morning knowing that you hear us, that you bend your ear clear to the earth to hear our plea and our cry. Father, I love this land, the United States of America, but she has far, traveled far from her roots, Father. And Father, I pray that you would revive America again. I pray mm -hmm. from Maine to Florida. Mm -hmm. I pray from West Virginia to the California coast. Ha. I pray, Father, in the middle, in the Midwest, uh, up in Chicago and Detroit, and I could name every city uh, that all of a sudden your presence would begin to fall people wouldn't even know what was happening. Father, I pray that a fire would come in this Help nation. Us, and I pray, Father, that
that you would set the churches on fire, that people would feel convicted. Holy and Ghost. Father, even if they don't even know what conviction is, they will seek it out. As I sat here, I remembered, Father, that when you came down in the Old Testament, and when you visited the tabernacle, the badger skin would go up and down and up and down because the breath of God. Mm. I can remember my mother singing, let the breath of God fall on me. Breathe yes. on me, Holy Spirit. Breathe on us, O Lord. I pray today that you would breathe on every one of us. And I know that the United States of America needs a revival. It's not too mm. late for her, Father. That's she right. has her roots in you. That's and right. we turn to you, Father. And we pray, God, bless America again. The mercy drops around us are falling, but for the showers we plead. But there's a group of people here at Joe City that are dry. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that you would just send a deluge. I yes. pray, Father, that we would have to pass flood. out life jackets, that mm -hmm. there's going to be so much of a flood that mm -hmm. you're going to send, Father, the rain. You're going to send the fire of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and people will travel for miles to see what's going on here. Father, ignite us. Give us hunger. Give us a hunger and a thirst for what you're mm -hmm. about to do. I feel it. I feel it. I hear it. I smell it. I sense it. That's right. I know it's on its way. That's right. And I want to be a part. Don't leave us out. While on others you are calling. That's right. Don't pass me by. Don't mm -hmm. pass Joe City by. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. that America will never be the same. I pray that after March and April that Joe City will never be the That's same. Right. That's right. That we'll have to pull up our tent pegs once again mm -hmm. and expand this place Hallelujah. because there's going to be healing. There's going to be salvation. Mm -hmm. There's going to be feelings. Mm -hmm. There's going to be deliverance. And oh God, we, it only comes from you. Man can't drum it up. Man can't buy it. Man can't force it. That's but right. oh Father, every revival, when I watch the Christian movies, it's because somebody touched all the lockers in the high school and prayed. It's because somebody walked up and down the football fields and prayed. Mm -hmm. Help us to walk the streets of our city. Help us to walk the aisles mm -hmm. of this church and to pray, oh God. And then it's up to you, Father, to send the increase and the revival. Hear us, oh God, and help us to love you more each day as you loan us the breath. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Give God another hand clap of praise. How about Pastor Kerry and the band coming back? Just Pastor Kerry and the band. I am not even close to be finished. If you're able to stand with me, stand. Let's, let's take a step in the right direction and let me finish the message here. Only God can alter America. When she prayed, Pastor just prayed, she even prayed for California. <laughs> and I'll tell you, God Almighty, I can remember just a couple of years ago, they, uh, California people said they wanted to be their own country. I said, I'm all in favor. <laughs> Let them go. But what they need is a turn. They need a turn. Could you imagine if God swept through California? In that movie last night, the, the pastor, was he on Fraser or something? Kramer or, I don't know. He, famous, famous. I read about him yesterday where many in Hollywood demanded that he apologize for his Christianity. 
And he said, I stumbled a lot of times in my faith and I've fallen and failed. He's had struggles. But he said, I will not apologize. Huh? Think of the revival that's needed in your life. Are you walking fully in God's power? I'm speaking to myself also. Be honest, how often do you fail? How often do you say, God, forgive me of this sin. I'll never do it again, God. And within a day or two, you find yourself saying, God, forgive me again. Ask yourself, is your testimony effective? Do you have to tell people that you're a Christian or do they see it? How often do you pray? Revival is our personal need. And there will never be a revival until we're willing to admit that we have a desperate need for it. Second step, and I got five steps, I believe. So if you get tired, deal with it. (laughs) Sit down if you get tired. You got to admit the possibility of revival here. Are we convinced? Are we really convinced that a outpouring can happen here in us? Are we convinced? The psalmist was because listen to what he said in the verse three, excuse me, in the first three verses, he made six statements. Thou hast been favorable. Thou hast brought back. Thou hast forgiven. Thou hast covered all their sin. Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from thy fierceness of thine anger. He reminded God of what he had done. The promises of God prove the possibility of revival because he said in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land, their land. Do you need forgiveness? Do you need healing? Does our land need touched? God gave a personal promise to his people. Here the Lord is declaring to both Solomon and the people, his hand of judgment could be stopped. Judgment can be stopped. They could be saved and delivered by taking four actions. Confess the Lord. Humble ourselves instead of rebelling and being stubborn. Insisting on living life our own way. The third was to pray and to seek his face for forgiveness. Don't tell me there's, a, there's not an individual in here that doesn't need the forgiveness of God. None of us. Then his fourth step, he said, repent and turn away from your sinful behavior and turn back to the Lord. In laying down these conditions for Solomon, the Lord was giving him and the people a wonderful promise. God would forgive their wicked ways and he would heal their land. Matthew 7 and 24, 
Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. Right before I left my office this morning, I, I jotted this down, families and churches. Families are falling apart every day. Even families in the church house go through divorce. Packing up and moving out. During a revival, a spirit can come upon you that you're not packing up and you're not moving out. I forget the exact number, the statistics of the amount of churches that close down every year. Well, I got news for the devil. We ain't shutting down. We're not shutting the doors. When I'm long gone, these doors will still be wide open. Why don't you serve notice on the devil today that you're not packing your clothes up and you're not moving out, that you married that lady, you married that man, and by the grace of God, revival's gonna show up in your house. He's gonna do a work in your life and the devil has no room in your family. If you believe that, give God some shout and some praise. Jeremiah, are you getting tired yet? Jeremiah, we may not beat the Baptist to the buffet today. I don't know. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call unto me. <laughs> and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Jeremiah 33 and 33. God promises to answer prayer. He said, I'll give you encouragement and insight. I'll reveal my plans for you. God has a plan for every one of us here today. Jeremiah's heart was broken out of the sufferings of his people. God greatly encouraged his prophet. God will answer your prayers. Do you hear me? Matthew 7 and 7, ask. Somebody say, ask. And it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. You got to take some steps. You got to ask. You know what grieves me at times? When the presence of God is moving and I ask people to come to an altar and we'll have about 12 people come. You're telling me your life can't get any better? There's a friend of mine here. He sent me a text a couple months ago. He said, I appreciate you. He said, you make me strive to live a better life. That's what a pastor should be. I want to encourage you to live a better life. I want to encourage you to open up your hearts and your schedule, your calendar for revival. Next step is prayer. Wilt thou not revive us again? It was a passionate, believing, urgent prayer. I got just a couple more. And this is not a step, but it's a channel. A channel for revival. Water comes from Route 19. Comes through Mosby Cove. 
There's water lines that's buried under the ground that channel the water. God wants to send a revival, but he needs a channel. Will you be that channel? Or are you too busy? Revival is the outflow of the Spirit of God through the regenerated spirit of a man. <laughs> Can you tell me that you're as on fire today for the Lord as you was the day you got saved? That night I got saved right behind the organ and the piano at the Enterprise Methodist Church. When I got up, they knew I got saved. I'm telling you, they knew, and I ain't shut my mouth up since. Send the fire again, Lord. Send the fire again. Revival. Listen, John 7 and 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, Pastor Michael, he shared this in the back. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. I love it when God brings confirmation on scripture. And I just, I, 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 I just looked at him, I said, wow, he knew. But this spake he of the spirit, which they that believe upon him should receive from the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus Christ is the source of the abundant life. Rivers of living water can flow from a person. That's an abundance of life can be experienced, can be experienced. I love life. I love life. Matthew 5 and 6, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. John 10 and 10, I come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. If revival is to come, you got to take steps to get there. And then when it shows, you got to be ready to receive it. Every head bowed and every eye closed. The last step is remove the obstacles to revival. The psalmist prays that thy people may rejoice in thee. Remove the steps. This indicates fellowship, walking with God, agreement with God. Amos 3 and 3, can two walk together except they be agreed? So that last step is being right with God. The greatest barrier to revival is sin. And here's what happens when we're right with God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people. That's what happens when we're revived. And to his saints, but let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. That's what's happened. That's what will happen. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good and our, Lord, and our land shall yield her increase. 
righteousness shall go before him and shall set us in the way of his steps. Lord, will thou revive us again? To every Christian in the house, be honest with me. Could you use a revived spirit? Could you use a fresh breath from heaven? Could your family use to be touched by the Lord? If that's you, slip your hands up and say, God, here I am and my family. Lord, touch us. Father, we humbly come before you, God, and we acknowledge, God, that we have failed time after time. God, I have fallen, I have failed, but you've been faithful all my life. God, I'm asking you to breathe on us. I'm asking you to pour out your spirit. Father, bless, revive us again. Every head still bowed and every eye closed and every hand down. If you're here this morning and you are lost, and you've never asked Christ into your life, I'd ask you this morning, I'll not come to you, but slip your hand up and say, Pastor, today, I want to get right with God. Slip your hand up quickly. Slip your hand up high. I see your hand, ma'am. Somebody else? Somebody else? I see your hands. Yes, sir. Somebody else this morning? Come on, come on. Somebody else? I see that hand there. Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Yes, sir, there in the front. I see your hand. Somebody else. Every head up and every eye open. Speak it from your heart. Pray it from your heart, sir. Pray it from your heart, man. Pray it from your heart. Lord Jesus, today, I repent of my sins and I turn my life to you. And I ask you, God, to forgive me. Cleanse me. Walk with me, Lord. From this day forward, I'll do my very best to serve you and to live for you. In Jesus' name. Let me say this real quick. You will struggle. Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He said, I know not what to do, and I still do it. You will struggle. And when you do, you ask God to forgive you that. And God's grace is sufficient. God will continue to grow you, sprout you out of the ground. You'll look back in a few years and you'll be a solid tree. And you'll be able to help somebody else. Our families are not packing up. Your family is valuable, man. You need to hear me. Your family is valuable. God needs to be the foundation in everyone's marriage and everyone's family. Get rid of what the devil has brought into your life to destroy you and to destroy your family and the abundance of the blessings that God wants to give. That's the only reason Satan shows up is to destroy the blessings of God in your life. Don't let your family fall apart. Don't let your neighborhood fall apart. We will not be silent. God is the answer. Do you hear me? 
answer. Amen. Come on, church. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 